Today's episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Visit dayoneapp.com to learn more. I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. We're that turning have, the car around. That may have been our best read yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 127 episodes in, and I think we've got it Finally. right. Finally. Oh, <laughs> Nailed it. Well, uh, welcome, guys. I, uh, I I know what we're talking about today. Yeah? We are talking about not having kids. Awesome. <laughs> Specifically, we're talking about what we do when we are not with the kids. Uh, not that, you sickos. But, like, the babysitting situation and daycare and... Sending the kids off to other places, setting ourselves off on date nights and whatnot, especially whatnot, <laughs> especially whatnot, huh? Wow. Yeah, nice. we're gonna get a little blue. Did it? Uh, it it took us a while before we had. I mean, it was literally years. My daughter was uh, six or seven, my oldest, before we ever had a babysitter who we weren't related to. Wow, hmm. that's that's kind of cool though. Like a few years ago when. When number two came along, our business was really taken off. Like uh, I had a business with my ex, and it was going really well. At first, I was this you know stay-at-home dad, like helping out and taking care of the baby. And then my business stuff took kind of second place. But things started to really pick up, and so we were like, uh, "We can't do this with a newborn. Like this is not going to happen." So. For a while, we had the baby in the office with us for naps and things. And it worked out, actually, it worked out pretty good. But then finally, it was really? like, we've got to have some help. So um, there was a niece that we hired as a part-time sitter, and that was a huge, huge help. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good way to work it out, if you can do that. It was not expensive. I mean, yeah. Uh, and I believe me, I know that's a luxury for some people, possibly who are listening right now, that they're not in that situation where they can pay for that but even if you do it just like a few hours a week if you're a stay-at-home person mother or father i think getting a sitter for even like three hours a day or something totally worth whatever it costs although lex you've got enough kids i think that's going to be prohibitive yeah you know we've never done it um when we're here we don't ever have a babysitter here but uh I actually I want to segue to that for just a second though. What do you pay your babysitters? Like not not your <laughs> nannies who were there, but what do you pay the babysitter? Oh god. B- teenage babysitters are the worst because they're like whatever you think is fair. And I'm like fair, fair, <laughs> shut up and watch my kids. 5 bucks. Here you go. I don't know. John, do you have that debate where it's like, "Hmm, how much is my kid worth per hour?" <laughs> Uh, no, me. it doesn't, uh, rarely comes, well, it came, because I mean, so, so he, we get, uh, uh, we were both working full-time. Karen took six months off after we adopted Hank and then, but then we were working full-time for a while. And so he had, we had a nanny. Um, and so we had her, I mean, she just did, she did everything. Um, so if there was a babysitting situation, we would just get the nanny. So we were kind of like spoiled with that for a while. And then. Karen slowly started working less and the nanny started working less and she went back to school and stuff like that. So then we had to 
couple of some other situations. So we've had a we've had a real range of people because we've had a couple of like are you babysitter, suggesting that babysitters. You have, like a young hot student nanny? Is that what's happening? Here? <laughs> Uh, as as an employer, I cannot comment on that. Uh-uh. All right, as a former a former employer. Just checking. She she doesn't work for us anymore. So, um, but I, I uh, that means she's I would, fair game. I would not. I would neither. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about that. Um, but uh, and then we had some like uh, like a this uh, a friend of ours has a daughter who's only just like a few years older than than our son. Uh, who would come and just be with him while we were in the house when we were we were working here, so just like to hang out and play with him and make sure that he didn't get into the knives and stuff like that. Was she paid for that? So she got paid. You know, I, I can't remember. Yeah, she was paid, but not. But that was like that was like five dollars an hour or something like that. So we usually end up paying ten dollars an hour, and then I round up to some other number on top of it too. So if like if we're gone for three hours. I'll, or if we're if we're going for three hours, I'll probably pay like thirty five or forty, um, because we tell them that we're going to pay them ten dollars an hour, and then I give them more so that they'll love me. <laughs> so that's that's actually pretty good. That's I think you mean sweet, like you. I, I think. think. Yeah, like right, well, so <laughs> unless the there's only, a, unless a different thing going on here that I don't know about. The only outside uh, babysitters we've had have been teenage girls, and we found them because they were our our girls camp counselors. Um, and you're not allowed to have them as babysitters during the camp session. You can only talk to them after they're no longer your kid's counselor, which is a stupid rule. But so the, I didn't, I had never met either of them, uh, because I, you know, when I did camp drop off, I didn't meet the counselors. Lauren had met them instead. But so the first one comes to the house the first time we're doing this and it was, I, I would never speak ill of any teenage girl who is trying to find her way in the world. Uh, she had a very healthy body image, um, but she could not necessarily pull off the lack of clothes that she was wearing. Um, <laughs> oh, there was God. like, this is, so I was, I'm, like, I'm just saying, no, but so I think what, no, this whole episode. what I'm saying here <laughs> yeah. is this, I'm getting, this is a parenting thing because <laughs> she was covering like 12% of her body. And, Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's you're concerned that it's sending a certain message right. to your kids. Right. So I said to Lauren, like, this makes me a little bit uncomfortable that she's going to be babysitting the kids. First of all, I'm embarrassed because she clearly forgot her pants at home. And second, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm I'm uncomfortable because I don't want Anya and Sierra to see this and be like, oh, is this is this how cool teenagers dress? Um, yeah. And so we switched to the yeah. other counselor because I wasn't going to tell her you have to wear more clothes when you come to babysit in my house well, because that's creepy. Wow. To be fair, you do yeah, live is- in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> some it took, of it's it took two minutes. Two minutes into that story, if you were keeping time at home. <laughs> so, uh, okay, there's a lot going. on. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I apologize. Okay, so the first thing. So I was going to ask you this, John. Let's just rewind back a little bit. So, as a home business we actually added the the sitter to the payroll Ah. and did all that. And so it was like, we weren't going to be in any, you know, problems with the government. Right. Right. Oh, and above the board ran for Congress. We weren't going to get, you know, in the hearings, it wasn't going to be, well, you didn't pay your hope. Right. Tax evasion, blah, blah, blah. Not that that's ever going to happen. But anyway, we just felt like that was the right thing to do. Well, that's what, when we had a nanny, we, we, paid her you know we completely paid her above board um 
like but like as a business like you took money out like yeah we did that yeah i mean we didn't it wasn't part of like i did actually have a have a still had a i mean i just was running a small business on the side just doing my stupid web writing um but she but at the it's same time you no know, the way i do it it is the same <laughs> the same time uh, but we were we were both working for other employers we had employers um for most most of our income back then so we didn't i didn't pay her through my business but we did but we did pay we did pay fica and do all that and do all that stuff and actually we even paid her like a, we gave her like a stipend for health insurance because because oh, we're wow. super nice very progressive and, <laughs> and back then we're we were more flush with money because we both <laughs> had real jobs Steady. back when we were <laughs> yeah. cash yeah I guess. unlike now pre-recession yeah. uh, okay so there's that there's that I think that should be noted that I think if you're going to hire somebody, do it right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when she was like, yeah, when she was coming here every day and, and, and that, and we were paying her, you know, more than what, what I'd like a 1099, 1099 is like a $600, $600 and up, I think. If I remember correctly. And now we're not paying anybody that. We did that with our first person, 1099, but then the other person became an employee of the company. Now, do you, when you have a person who's in the nanny role, do they have other jobs around the house as well? Like, do they also do the laundry or the cleaning or the cooking? Ours did. We, we, I think we said light housekeeping. Sounds fucking amazing. It, it, it she really didn't, yeah, is. she didn't clean. I mean, she, she did laundry and did dishes and, and, but mostly just like the stuff that was, whatever was there. Like, like yeah. during, like if, no while he was napping, she would go around and, and do some stuff and do some laundry, but she wasn't like scrubbing toilets for sure. <laughs> This nobody, is a nobody here scrubs. Nobody here scrubs toilets. <laughs> we have a, we do have a. Our luxury is that we have a cleaning crew that comes once a week, and worth and, it. Oh, I love that. Oh my god, oh, so and worth this, it. I, I especially like this woman because, you know, we had trouble because we we had a, we've gone through various teams that have come to the house, and some of them don't have as good English, and I have terrible other languages, so we had a hard time <laughs> communicating. But this woman has you know impeccable English, although she wasn't born in the U.S. It's not her first language, but she overheard us just a week or so ago. She was here cleaning the house, and we had the kids. And she has a whole crew with her. But we had the kids in the basement where they were cleaning up the basement. They were coming up to give us progress reports. And she overhears as they're saying, okay, everything's put away. Everything's back where it's supposed to be. And she comes up to us. She's like, I love that you have your kids do that. And I'm thinking, you're the person who cleans my house. You see the shithole that we create for you each week. <laughs> and you're congratulating me on my fine parenting that I have the kids put stuff away. So that was a proud moment for me. Well, you know what? She's maybe working an angle there. You might want to recalibrate your... Yeah. No, you know what, Lex, you're a great parent, so I'm not gonna, you know, scratch what I just. I I think um, I was super anti nanny, anti babysitter, and I I just think if you're a dual, especially if you're a dual income, I think it makes much more sense. Or if you're a single parent and you can swing it, I know that's not possible for a lot of people, but it really makes a huge difference, especially if you work from home and you know, you know, and you've got little ones that are still home, you know, someone's there. You can like take a break from your computer and get up, go over, play with them, talk to them, you know, feed them, whatever, have some interaction and then go back to work. And it's really Kids, nice. Kids, it's 12, Amazing 17, luxury. interaction time. Everybody pay attention to <laughs> yeah. daddy for five Daddy's minutes. got five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Boop. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, if you're that, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> 
uh, also, and let's go back to the harassment uh, situation, Lex, because uh, Lex's harassment situation. The yeah, le- let's be honest, Lex's <laughs> situation. I didn't harass anyone. I simply fired them for dressing inappropriately. And, and you know what? And that's <laughs> that's that sounds much better than it did when you first mentioned it. Yeah, really. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I share. I share on this show. So I was going to say this about that ha- hiring family makes it so much like it just erases any of that right oh yeah you know so we had a <laughs> <Hopefully>. niece <laughs> and then a, and then a Mom. cousin so yeah so our first Mom, you're fired <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't I'm, I'm not entirely going down this this road with you though john because we do a lot of family babysitting and i'm very appreciative of it but i really object strenuously to this notion that I'm grandma, so I'm supposed to break mommy and daddy's rules. That's what a grandma's job is. Oh, like, oh, oh, doing yeah, a little it. bit of extra spoiling is fine. But if you're going to go and intentionally just say, well, since you're supposed to watch one show a day, let's watch four. Mm. Uh, I hate that stuff. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's the karmic payback, though. Yeah, it is. You know, like for how shitty we may have been as kids. Then they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to come over here and do this and completely undermine everything you're working on right now. <laughs> you think you're going to be a better parent than I was? Wait till I finish screwing everything up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got going on, I'm going to destroy in like five minutes with ice cream, money, and TV. <laughs> we don't get a lot of it because our parents aren't here. We don't get a lot of that. I don't know if it's maybe my parents just don't do that as much for some reason. You have good parents, John. Uh, do I? Do I really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I there's there's definitely there's a lot of second guessing there's still a lot of second guessing but it's not it's not like over the top like oh you should let let him you know if he wants to gouge his name in the wall let him gouge his name in the wall right oh tattoo is at eight nobody's, perfect nobody's yeah go for it yeah nobody's doing that oh yeah we definitely get that from from my in-laws all the time <laughs> so can we take a break guys yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd be okay with that. Oh, I, God, I could use one. Yeah, I need to go outside, light up. <laughs> all that podcasting was serious. Just, yeah, all this talking about parenting, just, it's killing Oh, me. God. <laughs> no, uh, I want to talk about our sponsor, Day oh, that I love. One. Yes, you should. Day One at dayoneapp.com. They've been a sponsor since episode two. Fantastic. We love wow. these guys. Yeah, they're old school in our world. And <laughs> honestly, if you've gotten this many episodes and you still haven't checked out day one, <laughs> I have to wonder what the hell is wrong with we you. We are coming to your house. Exactly. I was just about to say that, John. <laughs> we, we know who you are. Mm-hmm. We know where Gary. you are. Gary. Now, if you start using <laughs> Gary. day one, <laughs> day one is he's, one guy is so freaked out right now. <laughs> Gary in Wisconsin. Gary in Wisconsin. Uh, super freaked. But, but day one is basically the NSA in that it knows everything about you. <laughs> Uh, but it's cute. And it's cuddly. your own personal. So, NSA. Right. It's your own personal NSA. So t- t- tell me, John Maltz, what is day That's one? A bad, Do you know? That's terrible. <laughs> That's a bad. Word. All right, it's much better than that. Yes. There's yeah. no it's, NSA. Uh, there's no. It's N, the reverse no of the NSA. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's an it's an app for the. It's Mac. about keeping your information to yourself. That's right. For yourself. It's a it's a simple journaling app for the iPhone, yes. the iPad, and the Mac, and uh, it's it's available in a Mac App Store or available on what we colloquially colloquially call the App Store, <laughs> the other one, the <laughs> iOS App Store, and it's uh it's kind of magical. You think, well, how good could a journaling app be? That good, 
you look at it and it's it's beautifully designed. Looks great on the Mac. Looks great on iOS. It yeah. syncs everywhere and you can it it remembers everything that you wanted to. So if you want to save photos, you can save photos. You want to type in notes, you save notes. It can keep the weather, where you are, what you were listening to, how uh, much what you've you were walked, doing, how much you've walked. It's it's kind of crazy how much stuff it can do. If you want to use Markdown, you can write in Markdown. If you that was the thing people. I was going to mention because I have been using it for a while now and I only just realized that it uses Markdown, which is completely cool. Nerds. Yeah. 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 yeah right. What Markdown? Whatever. <laughs> it syncs. For free via Dropbox or iCloud. Yeah, free. And backs up everything. And it also integrates with maps on all the uh, OSs. So your phone and iPad mapping and your Mac map now with the map Maps app <laughs> on the Mac for Maverick if you're running Maverick. Wow. So you can like say, okay, here's my camping trip that I went on and we did we went to this place and that place and this place. And you can do it all in your maps and do entries for each one per location if you wanted to. Yeah. And if you feel like, oh, I don't know what I would write in it, it also, it has the uh, the inspirational message. It gives you a little idea, sparks, so you know what to write about that day if you can't come up with anything. Nice. Good app. I came up with a, with a terrible use case that is actually probably very useful, though, is like, <laughs> if you're like having trouble at work and you need to document stuff, which is a really good idea. If you work in an office, because like, I used to work in an office, but if you work in an office and you start suspecting that things are going south, this is a great place to record things because what else, you know, yeah. what, what often happens is yes. somebody, this, you know, somebody, people start pointing fingers. And if you have a, re- a record of yep. actually what happened, it's very, very useful. Every HR professional will <laughs> Not tell you that. that it's ever happened to me. <clears throat> Cough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, HR people will say that. Like, do you have a record of this? Do you have this right. email? Do you have, what day did this happen? Right. And this uh, is the yeah. perfect thing because you can, like, excuse yourself and go to the restroom for five minutes and mm-hmm. put down, Larry is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I, we should say, too, that I think that the number one reason that Day One is sponsoring the show is because it's also really good for just noting down cute things that your kids have done, milestones yeah. that they've achieved. Like It, it really is a, a smart app for parents who want to remember everything, but you know you're not going to fill out one of those godforsaken baby books. And Day One is much more pleasant to use, and uh, it can even nudge you saying, hey, jerk, write in your journal today. Yes. Also alerts. good when your children eventually sue you. Right. Then you have a record there. Exactly. There's a whole legal side of this we haven't even really explored. No, 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 I think there really is, <laughs> but, but, but for my uses, it's mostly about keeping track of things that I do day to day and things that I'm working on and things that I'm doing with my kid and fun stuff. Because so I work, app. I work at home, so I don't have HR problems anymore. Good. Well, <laughs> actually, I've been meaning to talk to you, Josh. <laughs> but go to dayoneapp.com. Again, it's D-A-Y-O-N-E-A-P-P.com. Get the app for the Mac and for the iOS, the old iOS. It works on the iPhone and iPad together. Uh, Works on Mountain Lion, works on Lion, works on Mavericks. You're going to love it. So go get it and tell them we sent you. Just tell, just shout it out as you download it. It was was turning this car around, and that's all you need to do. But our thanks to Day One for their continued support of this show. Thank you, Day One. Thank you, Day One. Thank you, Day One. (laughs) Now Now back to parenting. Oh man, when John said thank you, it was like his mom had just told him thank day one, John. Yeah. <laughs> you you listen, mister, you need to thank you, people. You will thank them. <laughs> no one's gonna give you anything anymore if you don't start thanking day one. So 
okay, so how does that work when you you have a nanny or a sitter? You know, what does your family say about that? Like, is there is that a thing to deal with with your family? No, not wasn't was not with mine at all. Nor with mine, mostly because you know, Lauren and I lived in Los Angeles, and her mom was begging us to move to New Jersey so that we could be closer to her, and. We were intrigued, but not sure. We knew we wanted to start a family, but and we didn't think we could do it in L.A., but we, we could live anywhere, really. we had The, the world was our place to live in. And <laughs> her mom said, listen, if you guys have kids and move here. If only there were a phrase for that. Yeah. I will, but she said, you know, I'll watch them anytime. I'll, I'll do seven days of babysitting a week. And we're like, all right, that sounds pretty good. And then we got here, and she's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Suckers. Uh, sake. <laughs> she, um, she did. When we had. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. When we had That's Anya, just great. come on, Ed. yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> She did a couple days of babysitting a week for a few hours while Lauren was at work and I was working. Uh, I was working in the house, so it was that kind of nanny situation while I was here, but it was just my mother-in-law instead. But we didn't want her; she didn't want to do five days a week, and so we put Anya in daycare some of the other days. And uh, so Grandma would be here two days a week, and then Anya would go to daycare three days a week. And over time, grandma, you know, they've always been very good. And I, I don't mean to, I mean, I'm certainly mocking them mercilessly whenever I get the opportunity, but it's, we're tremendously appreciative of the time that they've given to watch our kids in various situations, but they are very demonstrably less interested in it than they used to be. The novelty has long worn off now that there are three and, you know, some of them have been alive for seven years. Um, <laughs> so now it's your problem you know, now. They, right. They don't complain when we have other people. It's We almost always ask them first. And then if they say no, that's when we go to the outside babysitter. So there's never any offense taken that somebody else is doing. I think that's called first right of refusal. <laughs> yeah. I will say the in-laws did us uh, a major solid, as the kids say, uh, when Lauren and I went to France for 11 days. Oh, uh, yeah. Grandma came and wow. stayed here for some of that. It was over Thanksgiving or Hanukkah, as my people call mm-hmm. it. And uh, <laughs> So she was, she came to our house during school day so that she could put the kids on the bus in the morning. And then they stayed at her house for the vacation days and the weekends. And uh, we basically said, uh, the only rule is there are no rules. We knew she wasn't going to do what we do. We knew that they were going to watch TV and play with iPads all day long. And we just said, okay, we're going to accept that. She's watching them for 11 days. We can't control it. We can't see it. Whatever happens, happens. Right. Yeah. As long as they're alive when you get back, it's fine. Yeah. I, I experienced that. My former mother-in-law was awesome she could take our child and have her stay with her she'd come stay at our place it was amazing when our second came along a niece watched the kids for i think a year and then for another year and a bit maybe a year and a half we had almost well, actually almost two years there was a cousin of of my ex's who part of the time she needed a place to stay and we had this house that could had a space for her she had her own bathroom her own everything that was awesome. And she basically lived with us most of the time. And then like at night though, that was her time and we kind of off the clock. Um, and then like we'd prorate her if she watched the kids, uh, like if we were gone, we'd say, okay, this is you know, your, your hourly rate is X. And then during the nighttime, if there's a crisis, we'll pay you whatever. But if it's just they're asleep, then you get, and you're with them, you get, you know, a smaller amount per hour and well, complicated it. Well, it, you know, but it was really awesome. And she was a family member, so it wasn't freaky or, you know, she was, it was awesome, but super lucky. 
Oh man. And she dressed appropriately. So appropriate, (laughs) more appropriately probably than definitely myself. I mean, as you both know, I like to pretty much I'm topless 90% of the time. So (laughs) it's what we're, that's what we're given to understand. Yes. Are you so close to the ex mother-in-law now? Does she still help out sometimes? Just to kind of recap with my situation, I'm a 50, 50 co-parent with my ex, but my ex mother-in-law is yeah, we're still close. I, I can call and talk and we're fine. Everything's fine. I think it's the reason we moved to Utah, actually, like back in the day was to be close to her. That's awesome. Our parents are our parents are too. <laughs> it's like Karen's parents aren't. They're, they're, they're too old to really do it. <laughs> yeah, that was my mom. <laughs> they just they won't. I mean, you know, they, they wouldn't be able to take to handle it. I don't think. And my parents might be able to. They're a little the. Their, their health is a little bit better, so they probably would be able to handle it, but they don't want to. <laughs> right. My parents would love it. They were mad that we didn't move to Tucson, Arizona, where they are, um, but I wouldn't love it. <laughs> like, as, we've, as we've discussed, they, uh, they have their own approaches to discipline, and I was like, I don't think that they would hit my kids or anything now. I think that they've gotten the message that does, is not great, but I wouldn't leave my kids with them alone. And even when they visit, like they're like, "Why don't you guys go out to dinner?" I'm like, "No, why don't we put the kids to bed and then we'll all go out to dinner?" Yeah, uh, the four of us, and not leave you alone with them. Yeah. Oh, get this. So my parents, uh, I learned this last like a couple years ago. I grew up in a very small town and like fifteen thousand people, and we lived a couple of blocks from the main street, like classic, you know, small town America, a movie theater that was within walking distance, like five minute, ten minute walk to the movies. My parents, with a house full of children, would sneak off and see the late show. Just leave us there. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. How awesome is that? Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, whatever. We're going to go see a movie. Yeah. My mom, my, that's, my mom tells a story about like when she was a little girl, they, the parents put the, all the kids to bed on Christmas Eve and went out. And the kids, <laughs> and the kids came downstairs. The kids came downstairs and opened all the presents. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So that's probably just one of many times that this happened, but they happened to wake up on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm like, you, you, they could not do that today. They would get oh no, and like, there'd be all kinds of craziness. Oh yeah. Now, if you're going out and the kids are aware you're going out, do you put them like generally, especially if it's an outside babysitter, we'll try to put them to bed first, uh, not have the non family babysitter. My kids are slamming my door. So, but they're allowed because it's a fatherhood podcast, uh, not, not have the, uh, not have the strangers deal with bedtime rituals. I mean, we've had it happen on occasion, but we try to put the kids to bed first. And then if if the kids are going to bed first, we don't always even tell them that we're leaving because <laughs> they'll be asleep. Uh, I've done that, yeah. No, our current nighttime babysitter is, is just the – we only have the nanny. And she so she's well aware of how to put them to bed. Yeah. Been, she did it for years. For, so that's not – that's not a problem. The problem is the problem is that we only have her. <laughs> that's the problem. No, that's okay. But I mean, like he doesn't. I mean, he goes to bed so late now that that we wouldn't be able to do that. We wouldn't really. I mean, unless we're going to a unless we're going to a midnight movie. Yeah, I mean, unless we're going to a midnight movie. Midnight showing again. I noticed that when I moved out, like like the family member was not on my side, so I kind of lost that. But I really didn't go out much, partially because I was you know reeling Blue. from the split, but. It was just, I didn't really, like, what I had enough other days I could go out. 
because I had the kids 50-50. So on the days, yeah, right. So I, right. we just schedule movies or whatever on days, <clears throat> excuse me, on days where I didn't have the kids. Um, but now I'm there's a new sitter in the mix. We used to send the kids to after school, and it was just it was a long day for them. And the nine year old has a ton of homework. So uh, the ex and I talked about it, and um, she found a, a a babysitter, a part time. Um, who picks the kids up from school and then takes them to their mother's house, even on my days. And then uh, they get dropped off at my place uh, at 5 or 5.30, and, which is awesome, which is fantastic. And the girls know her, so it's like, I don't care. Like, feed them dinner, do whatever. It's all good. Like, I, I usually will say goodbye and try and get out before bedtime so that the sitter can make dinner and then put them, and they can have their ritual. That's I'm impressed because we always leave dinner, so you're hardcore. If we're, if their sitter's gonna have to do dinner, I definitely make it ahead of time. So I, I like your way better. Well, I'll I'll, I'll note that on the scorecard, <laughs> and, um, the big board. Remember that for the future. No, uh, I think as your kids get older, it's easier to do that. I mean, yeah, I can see that. You know, and because the, their bedtimes change, even though you don't want them. <laughs> A question that I have for you is, Mister Armstrong. I mean, I, I love my kids and my wife, and I'm glad that we're all together. But in some ways... Don't have an affair with the baby. It seems like the 50-50 thing... Yeah, I won't. But it seems like the 50-50 thing, in some ways, could be incredibly awesome. Because now you know I'm going to have free time where I don't have the kids to take care of, and I can get my stuff done then. And then the time when I have them, like I can devote undivided attention to them in more ways. But, but I'm, I guess I'm romanticizing it. You are. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, you are. Yeah, I'm sure. Karen <laughs> and I used to joke about that. We're like, we're like, you know, what if we would just pretended we were separated? <laughs> well, we're just like you take the kids half the time, I take the kids the other half the time, and then we'll just meet and you know, like, <laughs> of course that doesn't work. But when uh, I think with with both kids, there was a point about I think around two or three, where on the weekends we would alternate days, so one of us would get up early. And have and do breakfast, and the other one could stay in bed. And we did that for a little while prior to splitting up, which was a nice thing. Um, but I never really slept. I, I think once you hit an, a certain age with kids, it's like you just wake up. Like it takes a lot right. to keep you. Yeah, down. yeah, that doesn't work for me either. Um, so, uh, but it's part, like the thing is, is that on paper it it is awesome because hey, I got free time and it's my time and. What happens is, and this is this is probably the hardest part of co-parenting for me, is that the, like if I drop them off at school and I'm not going to see them for a block of time, there's there's like I I hate saying goodbye at school. I'll sit there and like you guys are great kids. Like I'll you know make up reasons. <laughs> as, and the nine year old's like, can I can I get out of the car now? <laughs> you may not you will listen to my loving devotion i've got a list of awesome things i want to tell you and 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 with the four-year-old it's a little easier um there's this moment like you 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 know we'll drop them off and then for the first 10 seconds like okay i'm facing my free time awesome and then 10 more seconds pass it's like oh god oh they're gone they're gone <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I don't know if you have this. If you guys experience this when you travel, yes. And so it's like you're like, awesome, no kids. Yeah. You know, like the Van Halen's cranked as loud as it goes, and like you know, 
Yeah. Tops are flying everywhere. Bras are coming off. And then <laughs> you get like five minutes <laughs> after, like, you like have to stop at a stoplight or something. You're like, oh, God, I missed my Yeah. Karen and Hank went back to see her parents over the summer. And I uh, was just like, yeah, this is going to be like four days of just me doing whatever I want to. And, but yeah, it was like, uh, yeah. not all of it. Not all of it was like that. There was there was also a lot of me doing what I wanted to. But there's a great Louis C.K. episode about that where it's like this, like his girls go for an extended time and he's like drinking and staying up super late. And, and I've had that, too. I haven't had the drinking part. I'm, I'm actually not that big of a drinker anymore, but. Um, it's like this loss. It's this weird. It's just weird. I feel unmoored when the kids are away for too long. Super unmoored. Like life is a. It's really weird. Yeah. At the same time, but I'll, everything I've heard about empty nester syndrome is is that it's not real. Is that most parents anyway? When the kids, when your kids like finally get out of the house, you're just like, oh god, I have my life back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i think uh, well the, i think that's why teenage years are hard so that you get to that place yeah maybe like, that's it get out of here yeah but and I, I, right that's different too right because then they're once they're adults i feel like they're obviously i can't speak from experience but you feel like they're they're still your baby in a way but you don't you, you have different worries and concerns so like I, I think i understand john where it's you know right now when they're when you're not with them you know they're they're growing up and they're developing and things are happening and you're not there yeah and it's a little bit different once they're grown-ups then you're like i mean i intentionally wanted to have all my kids born all twelve thousand of them before i was uh 30 uh, the last one was born when i was 30 wow um, because i wanted I, my parents were older and i wanted to not i wanted to have more free time post kids and be closer in age to my own kids that's an amazing insight because i was the yeah. opposite i'm like i'm not having right, me too i'm not having kids too soon because in my where i was raised in culture that was the thing although i will say this also in the mormon culture you have a typically in your congregation there's a ton of babysitters waiting and ready to go at a drop of a hat there's like a list of, you know, conservatively, conservatively dressed, conservatively dressed, uh, neighbors and friends who share <laughs> your religious beliefs, who yeah. are willing to watch your children. And that was, you know, that was growing up. Like, you know, the Catholic church offers plenty of people who are willing to watch your young children too. <laughs> right. But there's some legal <laughs> problems there. That, uh, that's fine. We're going to get letters. <laughs> Oh my God, we're going to get so many letters this time. <laughs> well, so what do you do when you travel away from the kids? Like we were on this 11 day thing. And so my thing is when I travel for work or when I was traveling with Lauren for mostly pleasure, I, my rules, I want to FaceTime with them every day. And if I, if it's absolutely impossible because of time zones to FaceTime, then I'm still going to at least send them a video so they can see me in pseudo real time talking to them. I, I will try and call because of our, our schedule is, it's 50-50, and it's, I think it's like uh, two, I can't remember what they call it. There's a name for it. It's not It's not two, five, two. It's like, it's a little, because of Marlo's, my youngest age, we, we do a little bit more swapping. So it's like two, three, two. Oh, number of days you have. Yeah, so it's two, three, two. So that's the seven days. So, and then it, then it alternates for the next person. So, so it's three, anyway, three, two, two. So it was my understanding that there would be no math. 
I, I'm still kind of having a hard time even saying those words. Right I'm not now. sure that's math. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, but um, uh, what, if I'm gone for a long, like I'm, if I'm gone longer than the gap, like the normal gap, and, and even sometimes I'll just call because I miss them. But I try to give them that time with their mom. Like that's that's her time with the kids. And because we still live close, you know, they will be like, oh, so-and-so forgot their thing. Can you drop it off? Or can you, you know, like there's there's times and I'll see them that, and I'll, and if, if, if someone leaves something at my place, it's almost like I kind of like that because then I get to see them more. I don't intentionally do that, but but it's like a nice little treat. To, oh, I'm gonna, here's your backpack or here's your lunchbox or whatever. Um, but I'll, there's this, and I don't want to go into the tech accidental tech podcast yet i think we're still too early in the show to get to that place <laughs> but there's a great app called boxer that that you can send messages at your leisure vo- voice messages and then they get received at the other end and it, it, it's like a voice memo basically you're sending back and forth <clears throat> and i've used that a lot that's been fun hey just thinking of you really miss you love you and hope you're having a great day or whatever and then that goes and then that's true whether no matter who has the girls so if the girls want to send a message, I'll hear from them. Or if they're with me and they want to send a message to their mother, I'll say, hey, do you guys want to send a message? Sure. And we've done FaceTime. You know, I think the technology helps. My, my, my philosophy so far has been when they're with me, you know, that's my time with them. But I'm happy to, sh- like, if they want to talk to their mother, of course, I'm not going to stop that. And I think their mother's the same way because I get calls and, you know, uh, we've done some FaceTime stuff when I've traveled. But I, my view is, is that that's their time with their mother. And if they want to change it up or talk to me or whatever, that's fine. And their, their mother's really great about that, uh, about letting them talk and stuff. It's not like there's animosity or like, you can't talk to your father. She's just very, we're both very amicable about that. Yeah. I try to do FaceTime. We, we've never like both traveled away from him at the same time. Um, so one of us will always be, you know, at home with him. Or or away with him. <laughs> so you've never done uh, a vacation away, just the two of you. The two, the yes, the two of us has ne- have never gone away together and left him someplace. Yeah, because we got no, <laughs> got nowhere to leave him. <laughs> Partially, <laughs> you can drop him off here anytime. That's fine. <laughs> hey, you're going to stay with the Friedmans. <laughs> what? My parents like they had six kids. We they never went anywhere until until my oldest sibling was like you know not a minor anymore and he came and stayed with us while my parents went to hawaii that was the only trip i remember them taking without us or without somebody you know with with both of them gone that was it and then as kids started to leave the house then they started to go out and do stuff and we were old and they'd be like you know i remember there was a week when i was 13 uh, my dad would go to work my mom was away and it was like my little sister was staying with a cousin. So I was like, I have the house to myself. Wow. It's summer. I'm 13. <laughs> I drank a lot of Pepsi. Yeah. Damn right you did. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it took us a long time before we, we both left the kids for uh, an extended period of time. We did go to one wedding where we were away for one night. And that was like incredibly hard for my wife. For me, it was old hat because I've gone away on business trips. Uh, but this, this 11 days on the cruise, um, well, it wasn't always on the cruise, but these 11 days in France, there were definitely, as we got closer to the end, it was like, boy, 
FaceTiming with them and seeing all the horrible things grandma's letting them do is just not enough. Um, we really, we got to go back. It, it was probably just a little bit too long because we really did start to miss them more than I even expected. Isn't to. that the craziest thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you, there are times when you're like, I need to get away. I need to get away and breathe just for a second. But the, but the second you do like, like four, three, two, one. <laughs> oh God, I miss it. Wow. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> it's got to be genetics something, something yes something, mm-hmm. something with biology i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it's something with biology i don't know none of yours I'm, i don't have a science background so like, <laughs> i don't know why he's gone on sleepovers he's done several sleepovers and it's been it's a little it's a little weird being in that being in the house without him in the house do you do you do anything differently <laughs> the dog the dog does not understand it the dog is a little confused because there's a, you know, we have this whole routine, you know, like his bedtime routine that's just gone, that's missing. And the dog is involved in the bedtime routine because the dog, the dog comes upstairs and, and, you know, while he's getting ready and then, and then, uh, the dog sleeps with him uh, for a while. Make sure he's later. okay. And then, and then later, and we leave the door ajar and then later the dog comes out and comes and lays down with us. Is the dog reading stories? Are they partying up there? <laughs> The dog is not reading stories. However, that or when uh, a few you know you're, he's he's a little old for this now, but um, like with the afraid of the afraid of the dark thing, it was the dog was mentioned as something that would keep him safe and and not in not in the traditional sense, but um, at the time that we hadn't fixed the dog's diet right yet, so there was a large gas problem, uh. and uh, it was mentioned that um, mm. monsters do not like poodle farts. Mm. Good. No, I'm writing it down right now for my notes, my personal notes. <laughs> Monsters do not like poodle farts. That's interesting. He's a big poodle, and he could, at the time, could clear a room. So it was not far-fetched. Probably keeping the babysitters away, too. Yeah. Monsters and babysitters. <laughs> yeah, no, not I, I, I think it, it's good to get out. My, my, my buddy, um, in, he, was getting a, he was getting a PhD, and they were away from their families. So... They had a local church that uh, I think every other week on Friday, you could drop your kids off for a few hours at night. They didn't charge anything. I think they just asked you to bring snacks or whatever, you know, like for everybody. And um, it was pretty low key. And so they could go and get dinner and go see a movie or whatever. And, And that was a nice, I thought that was a really awesome thing for them to have because they didn't have family. Yeah. He does. I mean, he does karate, and the karate place. Well, they they're in flux right now. But when they were in this building that they used to be in, they would do like a uh, they call it ninja night out. And so you drop the kids off, and they you know they run them around for <laughs> for hours, and then they and they also like they give them pizza, and then they watch a movie, um, and then you pick them up later. And it was like it was they they did charge you, but it was only like twenty bucks or something, which was. The Pretty good for like four summer hours. Campus, my girls went to did that too for the there's a certain age, but you, they have an overnight trip they do or an overnight camp quote camp out. They don't go anywhere. It's at the facility, but movies and art and whatever, and they spend the night. Um, but they also do have a nighttime thing. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember. Like, I don't know if it's Saturday night or what night it is, but um, they have that too. So if you can't. Like if you don't have a sitter that you can call or your sitter's not available, there you go. My uh, my kids love doing sleepovers at grandma's house 
grandma plays favorites and always says hey i would like to invite one of the two over for a sleepover and we always say they are a package deal grandma and so then eventually she's like i want to do one at a time and so we let the one that she always doesn't ask about go first because that's how we are but when they do sleepovers before Liam was born, when they did sleepovers together, it was very weird, mostly because you could sleep late on Saturday. Not that I did. My body was ready to wake up at the same time the kids always wake up. But it was just, I agree, totally different feeling when the house is empty of the kids that you expect to be there. Uh, now you barely notice it because it's just like when they're at school or anything else because we still got one other kid who hangs around here because <laughs> he doesn't do the babysitting yet. He doesn't do the sleepovers yet. Uh, around her seventh birthday, my oldest had friends over for a sleepover. This was her first sleepover ever. And... Um, the, there were three girls invited and one of the moms was like for sure she's going to come home one of the moms was like she's definitely going to stay and uh one of the moms didn't know and uh two of the girls stayed the only one who didn't stay was the one whose mom was sure she would stay so that was kind of how that worked out and she was like hysterical this girl and this is it's like a really you know not i don't want to say tough because i don't mean like in any kind of abrasive way but just a strong kid and I, ne- I like her mom. I never would have suspected that she couldn't do it, but she was just like, I got to be home with my mom. This is, this is crazy. I can't believe I'm here right now. So she hadn't done one before. Right. This was her first. Okay. Okay. I, that's one thing about having family close that, that I felt. I watched this with my older siblings. They would let their kids stay overnight with my mom and dad. And I was younger when that would happen. So it was kind of like, awesome. Like my nieces and nephews are here and we can play and it'll be great. And I saw how well adjusted they were for sleepovers because of that. Would you allow um, a, like a boy sleepover at any age or no? Like a mixed gender? A mixed gender sleepover, right. A girl sleepover for you, Mr. Moltz. Hmm. Uh, for him or me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anya really wanted for her, her birthday sleepover party, she really wanted one of her friends to be a boy that she's very good friends with. And Lauren was like, no. And I'm like, what's the problem? I don't get it at all. At least let the parents say no. Because I had no objection to it at all. I just, it's it's so beyond their comprehension to think that it's anything untoward. Uh, but we ended up not inviting him. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to be saying that like a lot over your life. <laughs> his His name is not Kyle, by the way. I have some standards. I, he wouldn't be interested in that anyway, um, because he's in that like you know. Yeah, I bet there's a window though. But uh, but I don't I don't yeah, think I, I would do. That. I don't think I, would I think do it that. depends. I think if there's a a group, if they're younger, I'd say maybe like five to eight, maybe. Maybe there's probably a, a, a yeah, right. you know like that'd be okay. Yeah, Especially right. If there was a, a bigger group, right. Um, and it would depend on the on the the boys too. Like if they were rowdy and insane, no. Oh right, forget yeah, it. No, rowdy boys stay home. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but I don't think there's anything weird about that. <laughs> um, I I have to say this though, I do think it's weird that teenagers don't date anymore. They hang out. They don't date. They don't do the what formal do they do? like ask you out. They hang out. I learned that from the babysitter. They hang out. Like why aren't you dating? We just hang out. Oh. Everybody does that. Yeah, I said that. Weird. Wrong. That's weird. I think I would. I think I would have liked that more. Actually, I was so bad at asking. Uh, so, <laughs> glad I'm out of that. Hi, hi, hi. You're not that way anymore, right? Whatever those sounds were that you just made, I'm definitely making my ringtone. <laughs> I feel like if I was single, I feel like I would be. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have not been I have not been single single in a long time. And it's and uh you know, everybody's much happier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not at all ready for us to talk about dating uh as far as our kids are concerned yeah. on this show. Uh, for, yeah, I don't think it's gonna come up with a for a, while, a little while with me anyway. So I, I think the slumber party, the, the like intergender slumber party thing, will be a thing though. I think that's gonna like middle school. I've heard of kids doing Seriously? it in high school too. Yeah, high school too. I've heard. I've so, heard of that. See, I wouldn't allow it if they were old enough to actually yeah. care about it. Then no. And what's the rule if it's like if you if you determine that your kid is gay? If the kid basically tells you, "Hey, I'm gay," well, is there is it opposite? Like, can they only do sleepovers with people of the opposite gender? Yeah, really. I, yeah, that I don't. That I don't know. I think it depends on the kids, like the group. Who? What's the group dynamic? Is it just one person? You know, what's the relationship yeah. there? Right. Like, I don't think I'm going to have my nine year old have a boy over for a sleepover. There'd have to be a group situation, and as a and and like eight boys. <laughs> n- no, no, no. <laughs> there's a two boy minimum and uh there would be more girls than boys right every boy wants to go to that party by the way once puberty hits that kind of changes things but i think if if a kid said you know if a kid came out to you it's a very like uh, well it's a very tricky you know, question i never had say, as I a kid i never had sleepovers as a teenager i mean it was by, you know, yeah. by that age i was just i was not and it was never a thing that I True. really wanted to do until I really wanted to sleep mm-hmm. over for special times, you know, <laughs> right? Where I was sleeping over, it's just that her parents didn't know it. I never did that. I guess that's right, though. I guess you stop doing sleepovers at some point. I don't know. I d- I never thought of it. Oh, there's an age where I'm no longer doing sleepovers, but that's absolutely true. I think I think freshman year of high school. So what? Fourteen, fifteen, fourteen, yeah, somewhere thirteen, fourteen. That's somewhere. kind of the end of it. Yeah, that was it. Actually, yeah. Yeah, so you know, I don't know. No, I, I don't think it's a thing. I think I think um, I think there's probably, and I don't know that. Again, I'm not a doctor or scientist, but there's probably. I'm both. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm actually going to ask you, Lex. So you don't have a problem with mixed gender sleepovers? I didn't have a problem with it for my six-year-old turning seven. Especially, it's like three girls and one boy. Plus my daughter, yeah. so four girls, one boy. No, I had no problem with it. I thought it was totally yeah, that, harmless. That, that, and would, right. Like we set up the beds, we tucked them in. Like I just, right. I, I couldn't see any yeah, yeah. risk factor. Like when we put them to bed, they went to sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't. They talked for forever, and then the girls started <laughs> crying and they went home. But like we were witness to it all. There was, there were no, there was no chance of shenanigans. Yeah. You were using, you were using the, uh, <laughs> the camera on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> nanny cam. What's your cutoff though? What's your age cutoff for that? I mean, probably pretty soon. Probably like it's not going to happen anyway because if my wife's opposed, I'm not going to force it. It's not like like he she must have boys sleepover. <laughs> um, but I think you should probably, have more boys sleepover. Yeah, I think probably eight or nine would be where I would have to call it. Yeah, you, just, you don't want it to get to any kind of, like if there's any question, you shouldn't do it. Is my instinct right? Right. right. I think if the needle jumps, done. I think that's true regardless of orientation, like you know, sexual. Like if if someone's gay or not, I I don't think that's necessarily a thing. I think it's just yeah. There's probably an appropriate age for right. that kind that's, of. That's what I'm thinking. It's just that. And... Plus, you know, if 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 so let's say they're 11, and there's it's two girls, and you can kind of tell like your girls said, "Listen, I like girls." I think then, I think as long as you had to talk to say, "Look, you know, don't." 
no funny business. <laughs> I'm so old. I'm so old. The last, like, if you, if we, you don't even call it a sleepover, but the last sleepover, the last time I had a friend sleepover at my parents' house was when we were seniors in high school and we were, we were of legal drinking age because the drinking age was 18 oh then. God. And, and this friend of mine came over for New Year's Eve because we knew we were going to get really drunk. <laughs> And it was, you know, he's going to spend the night instead of driving back home. <laughs> I, I've heard of kids doing that with proms, actually. Like, they go to prom and then they, like, sleep over. It's a massive slumber party, which seems super weird. Like, why would you want that? I want to be in a car somewhere making out. Right. And right. hopefully getting to a base. Because they probably already did that. Hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. the pressure is on. It's not... See, I'm, I'm, I'm a little younger than you guys. So my school started doing the, the post-prom party where the parents would sign their kids up ahead of time saying, yes, I, my kid should be at the post-prom party and I want to call when he arrives and I want to call when he leaves the post-prom party, which is supposed to be like an overnight party from midnight till 6 a.m. So that if your parents wanted you there and you didn't show up, they got a call that, hey, this person never showed who you signed up for it. And if you tried to leave early, they got a call. So huh. it's like this whole ridiculous thing. Did you go to the... Thanks. Why a missing area junior, senior high school? Oh yeah, we. I had to go... I went to three proms because I took one girl to her junior prom when I was a sophomore. Nice. And then I went to my junior and senior proms and I had to go to the post-prom party each time. <laughs> and thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, yeah. He didn't get any. Like, I mean, it was <laughs> it was hard for them to... Right. No you basis. Can't, you can't get any. Zero. And uh, the, the party is like... It skews a little bit younger than they want, but it's like, what the hell are they supposed to do with all these <laughs> horny teenagers from midnight uh, to 6 a.m.? What, what would they do? So, there was like you know i think it was at like a bowling slash racquetball place so you could bowl or play racquetball or you could do the giant sumo wrestling suits and bounce into each other kind of thing which i think is what the the horniest kids did <laughs> yeah right they gotta, gotta get that gotta get that out somehow yeah clean up the suits clean up on our forehead <laughs> so it was that kind of situation um uh, but i'm assuming since there were no kids at home that night my parents just went wild uh <laughs> See, I was just trying to come up with a closing line. You're I don't know. Pull it in. <laughs> I still like the That's hornier. terrible closing line. <laughs> <laughs> Let me leave you with this thought. Texas <laughs> parents having sex. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's an all night for you. Uh, no, I think uh, recap. Sitters, good. Nannies, good. Uh, <laughs> Cleaning people, good. Yeah. After after prom parties, bad. Mm -hmm. And no Catholics can watch your kids. <laughs> and we're all kind of we're excited to become empty nesters, and we think we're not going to have any regrets when that happens. Categorically, no Catholics. <laughs> I would say clergy. I would put the clergy there, not just Catholics. I say no Catholics. Let's clergy. say let's say male Catholic. Yeah, clergy, male Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Nuns, I'm okay with that. Nuns, nuns are, if they're not into S and M. Nuns are fine. Nuns are fine. As, uh, no rulers though. Yeah, no, yeah, no status nuns. <laughs> yeah, you don't mind a little. You don't mind a little bruising. Nuns are fine. <laughs> <laughs>